It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Uh, that would be us, Dennis Stuckey, along with Brady Beaton, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, it's uh, week six, Brady. After these games, we're two-thirds through the uh, regular season. Jeez. We're winding down uh, league play as well. Uh, yeah, a lot of most teams. Most leagues will be done by next week. A lot of teams can clinch at least a share. I think, what, three of our area teams can clinch a share if they get a win, or, well, one already has. Now, one already has, and uh, <laughs> one other one other can. Um, Anchor Bay as well, if, if we're going to throw the Tars in there, they can clinch the white with a win this week. Uh, and quite frankly, it should all get done. Have you ever seen a team, well, we'll get to it later, but have you ever seen a team uh, go from – like needing a lot of help to win a league title to clinch to share in 72 hours, and one of those days wasn't a Friday? Well, I mean, I think that they did it in less than that, didn't they? Because like, it was like Monday, St. Clair got word that Roseville uh, forfeited their game, and then by Wednesday they got word that Cousineau wasn't going to make it, and uh, yeah, so they got two wins on a Monday and a Wednesday. Uh, and that just completely altered uh, what had gone on uh, in the uh, the Mac Gold. Uh, however, it it it's like I say they've got the share. If they want the outright title, they're going to have to win their last league game, which is on the road at Tower. Right. But we'll get into all of that uh, as we uh, get uh, rolling here on the uh, podcast uh, as uh, we get uh, a look at the matchups here in Week Six. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement 
into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magnet is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and as we always do, we are always spirited off the air. We won't get into it on the air, though. It's a... Uh, exercise in futility. Anyway. It's the truth. Where do you want to start? <laughs> do you want to start in the MAC and do you want to start north or south? Well, let's start in the MAC and let's kind of, uh, well, we'll start in, in the blue because the blue is still very much up for uh, grabs. And what we're hoping for is the two Port Huron schools to win this week so that next week when they play the Crosstown Showdown, it is outright for the MAC Blue Championship. Pretty sure Port Huron is going to hold up their end of the bargain. They've got 0-5 Lakeshore coming to the stadium. Northern has a little bit of a tougher task um, having to play the game against Lance Cruz on the road, but I still think the Huskies will get it done. Here's the thing. Let's start with PH and Lakeshore. 
talking to the, the some port here on high coaches and what I could learn about Lakeshore, they are a different team every week. Like they've ran three or four different defenses. They've ran three or four different offenses. And you just don't know what you're going to get week to week. And the, the thing that every coach I talked to said, Lakeshore has two interior D linemen that are men and cause problems. And that is what teams have struggled with. That's why they had two games that were 9-7 and 7 nothing because they were just wreaking havoc in the middle. And Lakeshore's been a team – they, now, they are 0-5, but their last three games, a 9-7 loss to a good Lance Cruz team, a 7-0 loss to an undefeated Portion on Northern team, and a 35-21 loss to a, a, a respectable Frazier team. They're not getting blown out of the water. But they did the first two weeks. I want to what were those two big guys doing 51. when they were giving up well, 100 that's the points? Thing. They're changing around the defense to try to figure out what the best thing is. So... I don't know if they're trying. They're starting to find something that works a little better, but it sounds like Port Huron High doesn't isn't exactly sure what they've come with. They've come out and spread. There was one game they said they ran like wildcat the whole time. There was a game they they, they were running the veer. Port Huron High is going to have to have a lot of those things prepared for. Although I'm pretty sure Port Huron High is going to be able to outclass them athletically. Well, the other thing because Matt Shook saw the Northern Lakeshore game and he's like. Basically, Lakeshore has one big guy that they rely on on offense, but he also plays the whole game on defense, and by the second half, he's out of gas. Yeah, I mean, the defense has shown up for Lakeshore, and again, you don't know what you're going to come in with, and we saw that kind of earlier in the year with East Point and Northern. You talk to Larry, he said, I'm not sure what these points going to do. <laughs> and it makes it hard to prepare. Now, Port here on High has at least been able to prepare different looks. But until the ball's kicked off, you don't know what offense they're coming with. I'll be very surprised in this game um, if the, the Big Reds don't up, end up winning by three scores. Oh, I, I agree. I just believe that. It might not like some people might just look at the game and go, oh, zero and five, four and one. This will be a forty-point blowout. Lakeshore is a team that I don't think would put them on upset alert. Just if, don't be surprised if the game's like ten to nothing at near halftime. Yeah, or no, something I like mean, that. and and I'll be honest, it's it at least this year it hasn't been the Big Reds' style to put fifty up on teams. Although I think some teams they could. Yeah, but they they kind of they, they get what they need to get, and then they uh, they they try to get out of there. Um, and I'd like to see their defense. Just, I know the, the last week, their two touchdowns that their starters gave up were basically a broken play where same kid caught it on the sidelines on a comeback, and then they just forgot how to tackle for a play, <laughs> and that scored them two touchdowns. But still, twenty three points. Just aesthetically, it would look nice to give up, like, a sh- get a shutout or another eight-point game like they did yeah. in their second and third games. I season. just We each did a Lakeshore game last year, and mm-hmm. what I remember about it is you had to know three names on their roster. Yeah, it's and – I, And I don't know that that much has changed from last year to this year's Lakeshore team. Yeah, Lakeshore, by the way, riding an eight-game losing streak coming into this game. So, uh, and then, uh, again, I, I – I think Northern's the better team than Lance Cruz, but I think that's the more dangerous game because this, it's at Lance Cruz. 
has a lot of things. And Lance Cruz still has something to play for. Factoring for Lance Cruz to potentially pull off the upset. And this applies to Portia and I to this. The look-ahead factor is something that's real, Dennis. And I think more so for PH because they're playing an 0-5 team that, Dennis, you know, when you were in high school and whether you were playing hockey, whatever sport, and you had a big game on the horizon, you, tend, you, you know it's there. You can put it in your head, hey, you don't have this game, you don't have focus on this week. You know that Port Huron Northern's next week. Let's not play coy. They know what's happening. It's homecoming. So while that's a great event, and yeah, it's nice to have all the fans there and, and the thing's awesome, it, it's a little bit of a distraction for the players. And that feeds into it for Port Huron High. Same thing for Northern. They have the look ahead, and they have a more quality opponent in Lance Cruz. I know Coach Perkins, for, uh, PH, was very impressed with some of the athletes Lance Cruz had. Northern has to go down there. That's not an easy game, Dennis. That's what I'm saying. The, the, yeah. the, this is a dangerous game, and um, Lance Cruz aesthetically looks a little better too because they benefited from a Roseville forfeit, so they suddenly go from 3-2 and two to 4-1. and one. Yep. Um, and even though they didn't technically win that game uh, on the field, you know, you, you look at yourself at 4-1 and one as opposed to 3-2, and two, you feel a little more well, menacing, don't you? And the thing with that is to – now, like you said, you have a lot more to play for. They win this week. That puts them at 5-1. and one. This is a team that – this is a matchup that we could see in the postseason with Lons Cruz and Northern. You beat Northern, and the rest of your schedule is very winnable for Lons Cruz, Frazier, Warren Woods Tower, Lons Cruz North. You're looking at possibly 8-1 and one and maybe being a one seed in your district. Well, uh, they're not even out of league title because if they beat Northern and Northern beats PH, we get a three-way tie. Exactly. So that fourth, I mean, just, you're right. It, it lifts up the spirits a little more. Like, oh, we're 4-1. and one. We could have a really, really nice season. And if you look at Lance Cruz, the best record they've had in any sort of recent memory, you have to go back to, like, 2001. They were 7-3. and three. So they're looking to kind of establish a culture there, and this would be a culture win. But Northern's defense has been absolutely smothering. They scored twice last week against Sterling Heights. Northern is a team that is trying to set up a MAC Blue Championship game at home and be undefeated for it, and I think they can. I think they can uh, too. We mentioned St. Clair's situation uh, in the the first half of the week. They picked up two victories, and that clinched them a uh, no worse than a share of the gold uh, title. And uh, next week they'll head to uh, Warren Woods Tower, and a win there gives them the outright Mac Gold Championship. And literally four days ago, it was an impossibility that they were going to uh, win the, the goal. That they were, they were fighting to be the second-best team in the goal. Yeah, let's just give a timeline of the past week for St. Clair. Last Friday, they go down to Gross Point North and have a come-from-behind victory in the fourth quarter. Dennis, I know you, were, you weren't so sure about that game, and that was a very quality win for St. Clair. That's a nice statement win, right? Yeah, the, 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 the Saints, in their wins, have, have actually been really impressive. Like... My one of my biggest concerns. We went to to camp and we watched them, and they were big. They were physical. I didn't have a, a problem with that. But one of my biggest concerns was I didn't know how much offense they were going to have. And yet, in the games that they've won this year, forty nine, fifty one, thirty nine, 
that's a lot. That is a lot of points. So they get that win Friday, and you're feeling good. Now you're talking playoffs. Now you're talking things like that. Monday comes around, and you get another win because that's when the MHSA came down. And I, I don't know the full story, but Roseville had an ineligible player. Boom, we'll get a week three win. And now you're 3-0 and in Matt Colt play. And now you're going, holy crap, we're in first place. And we have Cousino, who Cousino gives up 60 points to a junior high team. Then I go down there Tuesday, I talk to the coaches, because that's where we were originally going to send Paul, because I'm, I'm going to be with Wayne State this weekend. And talking to the coaches, and they're basically like, yeah, you know, we're not going to apologize for it. You, you, you don't complain when something falls into your lap. And then yesterday, they get another win when Cousineau forfeits. Well, let's face it. They would have won this game anyways. But, um, and uh, actually, they're, they're going to lose some big numbers because they're easily putting 50 points up on Cousineau the way they've been scoring this season. Right. Um, and the way Cousineau's been giving up points this uh, season. So, you know. But have you ever had a team get three wins in the span of five days? And that's what's happened for them. I know. They're 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 technically four and zero in league and five and one overall now. Yeah, and three and zero since last Friday. Yep, because uh, they they've now beat Gross Point, North Roseville, and Cousino. And by the in way, in that order, yeah. <laughs> and that the the forfeit over Cousino clinches just the fourth league title that St. Clair's ever had. And I know we talked about this on, I think it was our little trivia hour over the summer. Uh, St. Clair has always been in a league with basically Marysville or Marine City, whether it was the Scal or whatever MAC division, and they've always kind of been the bridesmaid. Well, now they have their, a league title, and they can clinch only the second outright league title if they get a win next Saturday. Now, uh, next Saturday, they're on the road at uh, Tower in an afternoon uh, game, which we'll have, yep, by the I'll way. I'll be down there. Um, and uh, I, I look at what Tower has done this year. Okay, their first two games were Zeeland West and at PH. And so those are their two biggest losses. Since they've been playing league games, um, the, the Gross Point uh, North, they lost by three. Cousineau, they obviously won and put 55 points up on the, the board. And then they got a forfeit win uh, last week and ended up going and playing Lampfear, but only yeah. losing by a touchdown to a Lampfear team that scores a lot of points. Yeah, and I don't know what Lampfear is just because the competition they play. Um, this week they get a, a pissed-off Roseville team. <laughs> oh, Tower? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Lampier. Yeah. No. So, 70 to nothing incoming for Warren Woods Tower. Um, but, no, congratulations to St. Clair. Enjoy it. Uh, don't go flaunting that you beat Roseville or anything like that. But be proud of that league title because you still had to beat Gross Point North and, and in East Point to, to get to this point. So, you set yourself up for a little bit of luck. Yeah. Uh, and just – Keep motoring because the schedule, for to me, is kind of wide open for the Saints now to and we were do well enough if, to maybe get a home playoff if, game. Uh, if they win out, which we've said before is very much a possibility, they could be like a top five seed in the state, Dennis. Because they're they're the favorite at Tower. They're 
probably the favorite. I know Lakeview is a white team. It's at you've, home. You've mentioned it. They're at home, so they're probably a slight favorite. In if that not, game. it's a if toss not, up. Yeah, it's 50-50. Uh, and then at Marysville, we'll know more about that actually in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But if I had to line them up right now and look at their resumes, I'd say St. Clair is a slight favorite at Mar- even at Marysville. Well, let's talk about the Vikings. You'll be at this game, right? Yes. You'll get to go to Walt Braun Viking Stadium. Your first trip there, huh? Actually, um, our first trip here this season, yeah, right? Yeah, th- th- this season. I did see Marysville in week one on the road, and that's one that I'm, I know I'm going to see a different Marysville team. So you get to see them play Clintondale. Clintondale isn't great. They're one lone win over Madison, 16-12. to this should be a, another win for Marysville and gets them on a three-game winning streak and puts them in that playoff conversation and sets up a battle with Fitz next week. But let's not put the cart before the horse, Dennis. You're going to see him play a Clintondale team that has some athletes. They have some athletes, but they've, let's face it, they've struggled so far this season. Uh, Richmond smoked them. They lost at Clawson. I saw Clawson play. Clawson is nothing special. That's a game that if we were picking, I would have picked Clintondale to to not uh, or to win that football game, uh, especially after week one when you told me they have some guys. They're not horrible. Um, but then and then Fitzgerald actually that's one of Fitzgerald's that's Fitzgerald's second lowest scoring game was only getting 34 against Clintondale because that's how much they score. And, of course, their lowest scoring game was Marine City. Right. Uh, then they upset Madison. I think that's two years in a row they've beaten uh, Madison. It was a close game. And then, of course, Marine City d- just throttled them last week, 55-12. to 12. But uh, I just I don't see Clintondale as a roadblock for Marysville. No. But I look at the last three weeks of Marysville's schedule, and it's one of the toughest – in the area, Fitzgerald can score. Well, yes, and Lamphere no. can it score, the and the Saints can score. Like Fitzgerald, their one game against a really good opponent, Marine City did what Marine City does. Lamphere, it's still hard to tell. They did they beat scored Sterling 62 Heights. Sixty-two points. Yes, Fitzgerald did. Um, but Marys will just win this one. Kind of get some good feeling going, get some momentum going into what will be a tough stretch of games. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just saying it could either be really, really tough or just kind of tough. I'm saying if Marysville gets through those final three games and has a winning record and is going to the playoffs, they earned it, Mm -hmm. and they're a much, much, much improved team. Yes, and that's the other thing. Like you said, you're glad to see them because you want to kind of get that you had a bad taste after week one. Yeah, the Northern game was not a good look for Marysville, and I want to get that out of my head because they have – when they win, they've won big in games. Uh, and, again, Northern and Marine City are 10-0. and 0. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 the, the Vikings are better than what I saw in week one. The, they've, their two losses are to, to – Really good teams that haven't lost a game yet this year. I expect Marysville to have a big day against Clintondale. I really do. Uh, the The Vikings' run game has gotten it together, uh, and week by week, their defense is, is getting better. They had their best, at least in points given up. They had their best week last week, only giving up 13. 
Um, and it just I just see gradual improvement. It's kind of when I saw Derek Meyer early in the week, it's kind of what I talked about is like you see the improvement week by mm-hmm. week with the team, and he's like, that's what we're trying to do here. Yep. All right, Marine City, are they going to score more or less than 45 points at, at Hazel Park? Um, it depends on what the score is at halftime. <laughs> are they going to give it? It does, because if they've already got 35 at the half, they, they probably win 42 to nothing. Are they going to give up more, or are they going to give up double digits, or are they going to hold them to single digits? Yeah, they're going to get a shutout. Oh, <laughs> they ha- that's the one thing they haven't gotten yet. Oh, that's the big knock on Marine City. Knock can't, on Marine can't City. Can't get the shutout. Because they put <laughs> – they put their uh, second and third units in to get them valuable playing time. Can't get the shot. As, as, as young players. Let's, let's try to find a way to stir up controversy. Yeah, there's Marine no, City can't get there, the, there's the no shutout. There's no controversy. Marine City is – they've outscored their opponents by 184 in five games. Yeah, 234. Nothing or, wrong yeah. with Marine well, City. Actually, 234. Their, their worst offensive uh, output is 41 points. Their worst defensive output is 12. That's just ridiculous. And they have the easy part of their schedule coming up. Hazel like, Park, Madison, Lincoln. The, like they might yeah. not give up another point until Notre Dame prep. That is a distinct possibility. Sorry, Marine City. Um, trust me, we still love you. We're still going to cover you. Just you already beat all the games we thought would might be tough for you and you did it decisively <laughs> decisively i'm not going to sit here and go into hazel park Marine city <laughs> for 10 minutes because we know what the outcome is um uh, just real quick in the white anchor bay can win the league with two more wins they get a share if they beat lakeview this week lakeview is two and three and not the lakeview team we've been seeing the, the last not few years uh and then uh if they get through this game and i fully expect them to then they play Lance Cruz North, um, who has 16 like, points yeah. this season. Yeah. And has given up almost 200. Yeah. The White's not good, Dennis. It doesn't matter. You still have to right. win, play yeah. the games and, and win the games hey, and win the championship. Yeah. Hey, again, like St. Clair, don't apologize for it. Just because you're good when everyone else isn't doesn't, I mean, doesn't I, mean it's any less of a title. I could argue that the Silver's not very good. And so does that taint Marine City winning their no. gajillionth championship? No. <laughs> so I'm not going to taint Anchor also, Bay. Also, I don't think New Haven. I don't think New Haven's playing again this week. Uh, yeah, I, I they were supposed to play South Lake and yeah. So I don't know. There was what was there a rumor that maybe St. Clair and South Lake would play a game? Yeah, it happened I think last I week think, too. I think they tried to, but there were but but. Like, you know, when it gets into that short week and you don't want to worry about losing playoff points that you're guaranteed with a win. And yeah. Yeah. So. It's all confusing to me because it did happen uh, last week uh, when you had Tower and um, Lamphere play each other because their two opponents mm-hmm. forfeited. E- East uh, Point didn't play and New Haven didn't play. So. so. All right. BWAC coming up next. BWAC coming up next. You want to take a break first? Sounds good. All right. We'll do that, and we'll be right back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. 
contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady, and uh, we look at the uh, BWAC conference uh, next, which I I think everybody kind of presumes is a uh, a two-team race at uh, this point. Uh, and well, I know one would, small community that disagrees yeah, uh, with you. Well, but it, it's going to take a titanic effort from Elmont to get in the way, and they get the chance. The next, I mean, the next yeah, two weeks, they, they go cross Lex Armada at home. Uh, Elmont controls their own destiny. They very much control their own destiny, but having to run the gauntlet of cross Lex Armada, Richmond, is not easy. And I know Richmond has took it on the chin the last two weeks. They still have talent on that football team. That's not a roll-out-the-ball-and-you'll-win situation. But, no, they have the big one with Croslex this week. Croslex, I think, is coming into their own form. And I think they're really trying to make a statement. They did last week, but I think they want to continue it. They haven't given up a point since week two, Dennis, and that was one touchdown. It's been nine quarters of shutout football for the Pioneers. And again, um, they're different than everybody else the way they run this offense, the hurry-up offense. You know, I'd heard about it. I finally got to see it. Um, and I mean, it was unbelievable. Isn't it weird when you go from from going cross lex and you finally get into the rhythm of boom, 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 and then it switches and you have to like slow down and you're like, oh, there's so much time between but, plays now. But it, it, yeah, it, but the thing about cross lex is, no matter what the score is, they run their system. Yes. No matter who they've got in there, it's what they do, and and they just keep going. And, and I'm going to tell you what, like. They're deep. Yes. I mean, you got Jake Townsend, and the, then they put Gavin Espinosa in at quarterback, and what does he do? 75-yard touchdown run on his second snap. He, is a, he has the quality of a starting quarterback in the BWAC. Yeah. Like he just has Jake Townsend also there. Yeah. So Well, yeah, he, he can't play until Jake leaves. I don't know that he's the thrower that Jake Townsend is. I mean, they have a un, something unique there right. in, in a guy that can throw and run yeah. and can Special. throw on the run, yeah. which uh, – and, and they have – like I, I, I mentioned that uh, Cardinal Mooney has three number one mm-hmm. receivers with uh, Rice and Trombley and um, Everhart. Everhart. But Croslex has – Four guys who would probably be the number one target if they played for another team in the area. I mean, Sage Slanik might be. At, I mean, at worst, I'm trying to think of any other receivers you would put up there with him. Maybe Jaden Ashford. Maybe. Uh, Sage Slanik does some things like he was wide open on the first touchdown against Richmond, mm-hmm. and Townsend actually overthrew him, but he made a, a diving catch. 
into the end zone for the first score. A, lo- a lot of guys, you're going, boy, they missed their opportunity there, the Pioneers. They had a guy wide open, and they overthrew him. No, Sage makes that. Uh, they had a guy wide open, and they got a touchdown. And then you mentioned Espinoza. He's just a chess piece. Like, LeGro can put him at receiver. You probably put him at running back, quarterback. Like, you could put him at six different positions on offense, and he'd be just fine. And if he wasn't so good on defense, they'd probably run a few more plays for him on offense. Yeah, and that's the other thing. He plays in that back seven really well. Like, just in, in the, the middle of uh, one of their drives – they ran Wildcat with him for a couple of plays, and then they took him out, and, mm-hmm. and Jake came in and threw another touchdown But that's just something pass. as a coach you have to worry about if, when you're game planning for a Croslex. And Almont, you mentioned it. I mean, you saw them play, Dennis. Your scouting report was what? They have speed, maybe lacking a little in the size department. Yeah, they, they've got some playmakers, but again, Croslex is a different kind of big. Like, Armada is big. Croslex is big. Big, like just going back out there and uh, and you know doing the the pregame interview stuff during the uh, week. I, I actually snuck in there when there wasn't a storm going on, uh, and and got and and you're standing next to these guys and they're just gigantic. Yes, they're gigantic um, and talented. So I mean, it was it was another eye opener this week. I mean, uh, I, I, I think I've got them at number five on the, the poll right now. You could make an argument for them to be number two. You could make an argument for them to be number one. Oh, yeah. You know, the, uh, again, it's tough because you've you, you got a 5-0 and team at number one who's rolled everybody, but Marine City hasn't played a team like Williamston. No, but, I mean, again, we're not going to get into this. But no, no, they, but I'm just some saying. They've talented teams look bad. I'm just, I'm just like they saying. They have three that, winning, winning teams on Marine City's schedule that, that they just mollywopped. Croslex is, is a, a different kind because their defense um, should be talked about more, um, and their offense is just unique. There are not a lot of teams doing what they do, and nobody in the BWAC does And here's the thing. Do. You think hurry up, you think they can throw it 50 times, and they could, but they can also run it right at you. If they feel that they have the size on Almont, they will run it, just run it, run it, run it. That's kind of what they did to North Branch. Well, I mean, they, they threw for 350 yards against Richmond because it was open, but they could have run for 350 yards against Richmond if they wanted to, too. Yeah, so Almont still controls their own destiny. Croslex, I mean, they're looking to really say, hey, hey, yeah, remember that hype? There's a reason for it. Forget the one game against Williamston week one. They've been, I mean, really, they've been just dominating BUAC opponents. And believe me, Croslex is taking them serious. They're not looking at this going, no, we're just going to trounce. They're, uh, they think Hunsecker might be the best defensive player in the BUAC. Um, and again, they got a, a nice quarterback in Conger. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the name La Cavera, mm-hmm. big tight end with Smith. pretty, pretty good hands. And then you got the combination of Smith and Measle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and you know, they, they, they do that, uh, that darn wing T stuff, uh, that seems to work well and that nobody's, nobody likes it, but it seems to win. 
Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. All right, what BWAC game? Spin the wheel of fun. Well, I mean, Armada is the other team at the top, and, you know, kind of in in, in your heart, you, you hope Armada and Crosslex win the next two weeks so that week eight is for the outright uh, championship. But, again, they'll play MLA City at home this week. I expect that uh, they'll be 6-0, and and then they have to go into Almont and when I see what Crosslex does at Elmont, that'll give me a better idea of what I think Armada is going to do at Elmont. And the thing with Armada is, much like Crosslex and BWAC play, they've taken care of business. They had the, the one score win against North Branch. We've said it before. North, North Branch, Branch is going to go seven and two this yeah, year. And, and North Branch scored late to make it a one score game. I mean, Armada, their offense is kind of the opposite, Dennis. You've seen them play multiple times now. They just don't have as many possessions as Croslax, but they still run it down your throat. Well, yeah, they, they do it different be, because of the style that they play. More time comes off the uh, the clock, and so that's why you don't see them scoring 50 and 60 points, although I think they could. Um, but uh, And let's give a little love to their defense. Their defense has been really good. 38 points given up the entire year. and And really, again, in the Richmond game, Richmond's touchdown came with 47 seconds left in the game, and Armada basically had the cheerleaders in. Right. I mean, that's it was a 34 to three game, and the if Richmond doesn't have an amazing kicker, Matty Yunus has a leg, and he drilled a 40 something yard field goal just before halftime to even get them on the board. Um, yeah, Armada, the North Branch game is the only game where somebody had some success and scored some some points on them with the 28. And, again, they had a touchdown with under a minute to go there. So, MLA City, I mean, they're coming off a nice win. They, I, they have some nice players. I just don't know if they have the depth. I think Armada is going to be kind of able to ground and pound and, and just run it right at them time and time again. Yeah, MLA City has, uh, uh, again, they play hard. But, yeah, they, they just don't have the numbers right now. Um, and uh, when they played Elmont, it was a 39 to nothing game for Elmont. I, I don't know that Armado will score 39. They might score 49. I don't know. Yeah. But they're going to score. Yeah, they're going to. And Imlay City is going to have trouble scoring against that Armada defense. Unless they force a bunch of turnovers like apparently Imlay City has the ability to do, <laughs> uh, I think Armada is going to be able to take care of business. All right, North Branch at Algonac? North Branch at Algonac. Well, like I said, uh, the road is open for North Branch now to maybe win seven games this year, um, which is better than what I had them at the start of the year. I had them as a – you know, in a in a big year, they'd win six. Because I really just thought they lost so much. There's there's no way they could compare to last year. And after a, a, a kind of a rough start, but again, Crosslex and Armada were the teams that beat them, and they've handled everybody else um, and got a big win against Elmont that kind of opens your eyes too a little bit. Um, they still have Richmond on the schedule. But, again, they're the favorite at Algonac this week. They'll be the favorite when they host Emily City. Um, I don't know much about uh, Linden. Um, and they might be the favorite going into uh, Richmond, or at least at this point that game is even. Yeah. Yeah, North Branch is getting it going. 
starting to maybe, those young guys are starting to fit into that system. I mean, we talk to coaches that have to go against them. They say you want to play North Branch at the beginning of the year before that offense is really rocking and rolling because once they get moving, it's a tough train to slow down. But, again, you got to look at them, too, defensively. I mean, uh, in their wins, they've given up 28 points in three games. And even the, their losses, they didn't give up a ton of points. The, I mean, it was 12-7 to 7 against Croslex late, I think, into the fourth quarter, if I remember correctly. That's impressive with what, they're all, with what Croslex's offense has done. Oh, the Croslex had uh, 28 points like five minutes into the second quarter against Richmond, and they had turned that into 48 before halftime. Yeah. Yeah, so North Branch is is rolling. Algonac licking their wounds from a loss to MLA City. Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, again, uh, and, and I thought Algonac had a chance to win last week, but they're struggling to score. Uh, they scored 27 in week one, and since they have 14 points, and those came last week at uh, – at Emily City, uh, and they still lost big in that uh, game. And they're having problems stopping people. So I, I don't see how North Branch doesn't go to the Swamp uh, and win that game. Uh, Richmond's licking its wounds. Uh, and I don't know what to make of this other than I think they should beat Yale at home because, again, Yale struggles to score, and they haven't really, after week one, they haven't really stopped anybody from scoring against them. Um, and Richmond needs a shot in the arm. They start the season 3-0. and They look like they're one of the stronger teams in the BWAC, uh, and then they get outscored 90-10 to in two games, and it like, it's, it's kind of like a shock to well, the system the, the, of what happened there. Yale is a crossroads game. If they can bounce back and settle down and figure it out and get some momentum going into North Branch and Almont, which are going to be two tough games for the Blue Devils, then maybe they can bounce back, make the playoffs. Even Jackson County Western, who they play week nine, is a three and two team, and they, they're a division three school. So that's going to be a very important game. This is a game that Richmond needs in the worst way. I don't know if I call it a must win, but yeah, I think it I is would a must call win. this a must win. Yeah, it's a must win game because after this, you're going to have to win at least, I mean, two games to feel comfortable in your last three, assuming you can take care of you. And those are three tough games because North Branch and Elmont, we know, will come and play strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got to travel to Jackson Western for that uh, last uh, week of the, uh, the season. So, uh, to me, this is a must-win game for Richmond, if for nothing else, just to get your confidence back. Yeah. Yep. All right, GTC East, where do you want to start? Well, I mean, the GTC East is who can stop Ubley? No one. And at this point, the answer is no one because they've already played the tougher part of their schedule. They won at Marlette. They beat Harbor Beach. Um, last week, they uh, won big at Memphis. Sandusky's in a, uh, a rebuild this year. They're not going to be able to to score enough or, or make enough stops, I, I don't think. Uh, and then K-Pack and Brown City. Um, they might not give a point to a Bad Axe. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then they close out at Bad Axe, and by that point, th- all that matters is for points and home games because um, league ends with Brown City. But I, I, they're going to run the table here in the league, and they're going to win the GTC East this year. And, and basically, for me, the championship game was played back on the 17th. Harbor Beach 
was the only team I thought that had a legitimate chance to beat them. Yeah, and Harbor Beach has a crossover. They host the downcast city team. Uh, Memphis goes to Marlette. But the, the the most interesting game and maybe the toughest game is K-Pac at Brown City. Yeah, the, this uh, Brown City's 0-5 and K-Pac's 1-4. K-Pac beat New Haven 22 to nothing in uh, week one. Uh, and then they had to play Harbor Beach and Sandusky and got handled. Uh, the Memphis game was a one-touchdown game. And then Marlette uh, put up a bunch of points on them last week. Brown City has uh, – they were competitive in week one. They lost on a late field goal in week two to Memphis on the road. And then they've been giving up a lot of points. But look at who they played. At Harbor Beach, Marlette, and at USA. Uh, three teams that are used to scoring a lot of points. Uh, on teams. The one thing I will say about Brown City is they have scored a little bit more than than K-Pac has this year. Yeah, it's I mean throw the names in a hat and pull it out. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Um eight man, what's going on with the uh eight man up in the thumb? Well, up in the uh the thumb you've got uh or, or we could do Mooney. Let's, oh yeah, let's, let's do let's sorry. Let's do Mooney. I apologize to Mooney. I was just in a thumb state of mind right there. Yeah, cuz actually Mooney has a Mooney huge does game have a this huge week. Game. Shame on me. Um Friday night they're at Clarkston Everest. Um and if Mooney can win this game, um they have that opens the door for them to maybe get a share of their league title they would then need Everest to turn around and beat Shrine oddly enough who started the year 0-3 but beat Mooney and then uh, won another league game last week and and so despite being 2-3 and Shrine's actually 2-0 and in league tied with Everest who's 2-0 and in league problem is is Mooney's never beaten Everest they have to go to Everest to play this game this is a different Mooney team, mm-hmm. but Everest has scored 215 points. And their only loss year. is to Montrose, who's a very solid team. I think Mooney might have the guns to do it. I don't know if I'll have the stones to pick up in an upset because that's a tall ask. But think about it. Their Shrine game, I feel like if you play that again, Mooney wins. Like you fumble three times in the red zone, that's a huge swing. They have athletes, and I think they understand how big this game is. Maybe Everest overlooks them a little bit because, oh, they're Cardinal Mooney. Oh, they finally played Shrine, and oh, they lost. Like, okay, they got exposed. Maybe overlooking them a bit. I don't know. Mooney's in a sneaky spot here. I, I, they're building a culture there, and I think they know they're good. Well, they're dangerous, but I think they'd need to play an almost perfect uh, game here. You know, you need Hazen later to be Hazen later and not get shut down, which is something that Shrine was able to, to do. Um, they, you, you're a 100-yard rusher. you got to rush for 100 yards, and you got to score a couple of touchdowns in this game. And then uh, you need to do what they did last week against Lakes. I think they threw three touchdown passes, and they got their big three receivers involved. You have to get those guys involved. Rice has been there now for, I think it's three weeks, you got, you got to keep getting him involved. And uh, Mooney's defense is another one of those defenses that we should be talking about more um, because other than the Shrine game where they gave up 27 uh, points, 0, 7, 8, and 7 in their four wins. Um, they've been shutting teams down. Um, what they did against Liggett, who runs five wide 
and never run the football. Right. Um, they, they completely made Liggett look foolish, um, and Liggett made some bad decisions in that game, too. Keep, they kept on going for it in their own territory, and for the life of me, okay, you, you do it once. Yeah. But when you get stopped, why are you doing it four more times? <laughs> but Moon, no Moon, and it's the old cliche: win the turnover battle. You can't give a team like Everest the opportunity to 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 win that win that and give them short fields. But I, and again, Mooney hasn't faced an offense like ever fifty, forty two, and sixty five in the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah, they've been putting up uh, some some big numbers, although. I'd have to go through and look. I don't know how great some of the opponents they play are. I think Breckenridge is decent. Um, they played a tough Montrose team and scored four touchdowns in that game. They just, did. Montrose, Montrose by the got way, 40 on them. they're four and one, and their Montrose has only lost to one point. They actually beat New Lothrop, and if you know anything about New Lothrop, they're a really quality yeah. team. I mean, okay, so Cabrini and Liggett aren't as good, but they beat. Cabrini by 30, and they beat uh, Liggett by 35 mm-hmm. and put 65 points up on the board. And it's possible that Liggett didn't punt against them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very Which, true. I, I don't know uh, uh, why that would uh, why that would be something that uh, you would – I don't know. Just kick the ball. Again, if it only goes 10 yards, you're better off than giving it up where you're at at the line of, at the line of scrimmage. Anyways, uh, we can move on uh, – to uh, eight-man here uh, in the uh, Stars. Um, there are three undefeateds uh, in league uh, play, but uh, you can kind of rule Burton Atherton out because they're not going to they're, – they're changing the culture at Burton Atherton because I think they, they'd had like one or two wins in the last three or four years, and they've got three wins this year all in league play but they haven't played Morris and they haven't played Deckerville and that's what it comes down to when Morris and Deckerville play in week nine that will likely be the championship game because I don't see Deckerville stubbing their toe even though they play at Kingston at Mayville uh, and Atherton Kingston and Mayville are both down this year Um, and again Atherton they don't have the guns to hang with a Deckerville team that in the uh, last four weeks have got, scored 50, 82, 52, and 80. By the way, um, Atherton has won more games this year and more than games this year than in the years 2017 to 2020 combined. And, and folks, if you think Morris is going to lose a game between now and week nine, I'll just remind you 64 to 6, 69 to 6, 58 to nothing, 59 to 6, 58 to 8 have been the scores of their five games this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not losing at Atherton this week. They're not losing to Genesee. They're not losing at Kingston. So it'll come down to uh, week uh, nine, Morris-Deckerville, and that will decide who the uh, league champ is there. And then uh, more than uh, likely uh, – well, no, actually they can't because Morris plays uh, a division down when the playoffs start. Yeah. Uh, and then it's pretty much between Peck and Kindy North Huron in the uh, stripes. Um, and I would consider Peck the favorite, although they did get a scare from CPS. But, again, rivalry game, and rivalry games, no matter what the records are, are a little bit uh, different. They'll have a test this week with Sacred Heart, but I just think Peck is the better team there. Mm -hmm. Um, Kingston is a non-league game, and then in week eight they they play North Huron. There'll be a league game after that. So, like, it won't be – 
autumn. That that's the league championship game, but it won't be automatic until the next week uh, when Peck would have to beat uh, Ashley at home, or if North Huron wins that game uh, in the next week, they'd have to beat Mayville. Yeah, and speaking of Ashley, that's who Carsonville Port Sanilac plays. I think this is a very winnable game for the Tigers. I do too, and and again, it's it's a good story. I know they're one and four, but they've been pretty competitive for the most part. The the Sacred Heart uh, game uh, at one point was like thirty six to twenty two, and then it kind of got out of hand. But they gave Peck a hell of a battle last week. They crushed Akron Fairgrove, who going into that game had played well the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, uh, again, uh, a one-score game with All Saints um, and the, the Merritt, again, a team in the the higher division. Um, and uh, that one was, uh, I think, a, a 18 point, 60-42, uh, your typical eight-man score but yeah <laughs> they, they've been playing better and the the thing about cps is if you look back the last couple of years they don't score they struggle to score and they're not struggling to score this year no no they're not so and they have a shutout this year although they've given up a lot of points in the other games but that's also the nature of eight-man football and that's that's everybody that is everybody i think hopefully yeah we didn't miss anybody all right not yet um, and uh, and we won't miss much coming up in the next segment because Paul Costangelo's coming in to be our guest picker, and Paul will make sure that we don't miss a thing. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Dennis, it's your favorite time of the week. I think you like this even more than the top ten. It's time for the picks. This week we're joined by the man who will be filling in for me, Paul Costanzo. It'll be a fun time. Let's get right to it. Amari Holler is into the end zone for a big red touchdown, 75 yards on the scamper. Butt race, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. There's the nail in the coffin. Townsend puts an exclamation point on this game. Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Denny Saligan, 61 yards. Steinhauer into the end zone, touchdown, PHN. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. It's announced my presence with authority. I'm not sure what. my presence with authority. I'm going to hand it off to Tetler. Tetler plows through into the end zone for a Mariner touchdown. Fun fact on Hazel Park, as a JV basketball player, I dropped 19 points on Hazel Park. Fight! will score on a 76-yard trick play. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party, Sonny. Nobody ever goes to Brady's birthday party, Sonny. Paul, does anyone ever go to your birthday parties? I have kids, so they have no choice. All right, you see, exactly. So Kevin (laughs) Costner should draft you. Welcome into the picks. 
Uh, Paul Costanzo joins us, former Times Herald sports writer. Paul, how have you been doing? You know, I've been doing fantastic, Brady. Thank you for You asking. look fantastic, look a lot better than us. Dennis, you ready to get in this? Do you want to uh, update the standings well, before we I, get into it? I, I'm I'm feeling better uh, this week because I'm actually in last place, but uh, like I'm more comfortable if, if Paul were uh, picking who's going to win uh, between uh, Germany and Italy <laughs> in a uh, soccer match than, than I am about uh, high school football. So, uh, And uh, Brady took the lead. A 10-0 week last week, Brady. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, our uh, guest, Brian Bowman, went 9-1. and one. That's not too bad. I went 7-3. and three. I went off the board on three games, and everybody failed for me that I thought was going to get an upset last week. So. Well, and you had an upset or two, I'd say. Yeah, that, that hurt you. Anyway, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Let's start as we do in the thumb in the GTC East. A tough game to pick as K-Pac travels to Brown City. Paul Costanzo, get us started. Who wins this matchup up in the thumb? Well, unlike uh, my former colleague, Matt Shook, I do not have a list of former Blue Water <laughs> area players for you from every game. Uh, that is unfortunate. It is. I came up with half of those for him. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, you know, K-Pac, I'm just so used to them being in the BWAC. It's still weird for me to see them in the, in the GTC. And I know it's been long enough that uh, it shouldn't be weird anymore. But I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Brown City to get the win. All right, looking at, I mean, K-Pac has a win, Brown City doesn't. It's it's kind of a coin flip. K-Pac's one win came over New Haven. Yeah, Paul, I think I agree with you. Give me Brown City in a low-scoring slugfest. Over to Dennis. Uh, I'm going to make this a sweep. I'm picking Brown City, too. Kind of my thought process on this is that they, they've both been losing, but Brown City just seems to score a little bit more than K-Pac, so maybe they'll get to 20 while K-Pac only gets to 14. All right, sounds good. Let's uh, go down to some Catholic League action. Cardinal Mooney travels to take on Clarkston Everest. Mooney never has beaten Clarkston Everest. Both teams coming to this matchup 4-1. and one. Dennis Stuckey, get us started. Everest leads the all-time series 6-0, and an average Everest-Mooney score over the years is 52-17. But you know what? You can throw that out this year because Mooney is legitimately good. However, I would consider it an upset if they win on the road. I'd rather this game or at East China. I'm going to go with the home team, Everest. Paul Costanzo. Yeah, Mooney, from what I've seen, is much improved, and they're mm -hmm. definitely on the upswing right now. Uh, which is great, but Everest, they have that experience of last year, deep run in the playoffs, mm -hmm. and I, I think that uh, Everest pulls this one out. Yeah, you mentioned Clarkston Everest and their deep run. Uh, Clarkston Everest, in fact, has not lost a game in the regular season. So let me get this exactly right. Since I believe in 2018, it was October 12th. Uh, last, uh, sorry, a conference game. It was October 12th. They lost to Montrose week one this year. They're a good team. Mooney is also really good. You go back, they, they did fall falter a little bit against Shrine, but they fumbled three times in the red zone. I really, really want to pick Mooney. My heart's telling me to, but I just can't. They've never beaten them. It's going to be closer. It might be a one-score game, but Everest pulls it out at home. All right, on to the BWAC. Let's start with Yale traveling to a downtrodden Richmond team. Yale trying to finally get their footing after 
a, oh, a four-game losing skid. Richmond trying to get back on the right track after losing two straight. I'll get us started. I know Richmond's been beat up the last two weeks. I think they get it right against Yale. I don't know if they dominate, but I think they figured out they need a win in a bad way. Over to Dennis. Yeah, Richmond's been embarrassed the last two weeks, uh, and I think uh, pride alone and getting back home uh, mm-hmm. on the on the turf uh, in uh, Richmond will uh, be uh, a tonic that helps the Blue Devils get a win over Yale. All right, Paul Costanzo, who wins this game? Yeah, I'm going to go with Richmond as well. I mean, you mentioned two tough weeks, but Armada and Cross-Lex, probably the two best teams in the B-Way mm-hmm. this year, right? So um, that was that's a tough stretch for any team. Uh, Richmond-Yale, always fun, always a, a big rivalry, uh, but I think that the Blue Devils pull it off. Okay, let's go to one of the teams you just mentioned, Paul, Armada. They bring in MLA City. They're struggling. They are 1-4. Just got their 300th win all time last week. They uh, travel to take on the 5-0 Armada Tigers. Paul, start us off. Can MLA City get the upset? I don't think so. Armada, one of those surprising things for me, and when you leave and you know you just kind of mm-hmm. pay attention on the outside and these teams pop up, it feels like out of nowhere. But this Armada team, what they've done so far, super impressive. I think they keep it going and move to 6-0. Yeah, Armada grounds and pounds it. They, they dominate this one. 300-some rushing yards, another few touchdowns. For Conan, the destroyer. Dennis, do you disagree? No, I don't disagree. Our Armada's uh, going to win this football game. All right, let's keep moving in the BWAC. Down at the Swamp, North Branch, off a big overtime win over rival Almont, takes on the 1-4 Muskrats of Algonac. Dennis Stuckey, who wins this game and why? Well, uh, Algonac didn't come through for me uh, last week. Uh, when I pick them to beat Imlay City, I will never pick Algonac again for the rest of my life because I'm bitter. Plus, North Branch is the better team here, so North Branch wins. Paul Costanzo. Yeah, give me North Branch as well. Algonacs have a, had a tough go of it in the BWAC so far this season. Um, and I think North Branch, I know a little down from the last couple of years, but they're, they're still a very solid football. Yeah, North Branch might be a little down, but the two teams they lost to, Croslex and Armada, in competitive games, North Branch could look to finish out this season 7-2, and two, maybe host a playoff game. I think they dominate in Algonac. All right, the BWAC game of the week. The 4-1 and one Croslex Pioneers have to go away from home, something they haven't done too much this year, to take on Almont coming off a loss. I will start here. I think Almont, Dennis, you've seen them play. You've told me they're fast. Croslex has dominated. They're rolling. They're going to continue to roll. Give me a couple score win over Almont. Dennis, what do you think? Yeah, I just think, uh, again, the, the, Almont's a good team, but Croslex is a better team. Uh, they've got uh, size. They can match Almont with uh, speed. And Croslex is that one anomaly in the BWAC. They can run the ball, but uh, they throw. They go fast. Everybody else wants to grind it out, take time off the clock. Almont want, or uh, Croslex wants 100 possessions in a game. Uh, and after what I saw them do to Richmond last week, be a long time before I pick against Crosslex, probably. Paul Costanzo. Yeah, Crosslex. I mean, they've been strong all year, uh, but it looks like they're completely coming into their mm-hmm. own right now, and that's scary for everybody else. I, I think that Crosslex rolls in this one. All right. Well, we'll go to the max. St. Clair got a forfeit win over Cousino, gives them a share of their league title. Only the fourth time in league history or in school history they have a league championship. Next week, they will be playing Warren Woods Tower for a chance at an outright league title, something they've only done one time before in school history. Since I already know the outcome of this game, I'm picking the Saints. <laughs> Good call, Dennis. 
Anyway, I'd you're also not, like that. For yeah, you're not getting credit for that one. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, let's start with what's probably the easiest one out of this bunch. Marine City goes to Hazel Park. Hazel Park three and two. They've given up like a million points the last few weeks. The Mariners can clinch a share of the silver. Dennis, Marine City. Marine City. Paul, Marine City. Marine City. Marine City. Okay. Let's <laughs> – jeez. Oh, my voice. No, my voice is dying on me. Clintondale travels up to Marysville. Oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. The one and four <laughs> dragons take on the Vikings. Death start talking. Uh, I think uh, Marysville <laughs> is going to beat uh, Clintondale uh, and uh, probably by a couple of uh, scores. Oh, thanks for getting your sickness all over my drink. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> uh, oh, I, my God. I am also going to take the Vikings. Um, I don't know if it's a good sign that uh, Brady just had that fit uh, while talking about his alma mater, <laughs> but um, I am still going to take Marysville to get the victory. Yeah, Marysville's another team like St. Clair in North Branch could end up with a very nice record. <clears throat> all right, let's try to get through this one. On skate. Oh my God, Dennis, you talk for it's a not second. Gonna happen. Set All up right. this one. Do you want to go late? I'm assuming he's going to go Lakeshore at Port Ear and High, which is the game that our friend Paul Costanzo is going to fill in and cover uh, this uh, week. So we'll let Paul start. Do the Big Reds get the victory over a winless uh, Shoreians? Uh, yeah, I think they do. I, I think that uh, the Big Reds are playing really well right now. Um, and, you know, it's a team there's a lot of talent across the board. I think I'm going to go see a Big Red victory on Friday. Uh, I think you will, too. I'm picking the Big Reds to win in this one as well. All right, Mari Hollerport here on Easy One. Slam dunk. Give me the Big Reds. All right, which ones haven't we done yet? Just the Northern um, Just game. Northern Lance Cruz, probably the toughest one. Northern 5-0, and going down to a talented Lance Cruz team. Uh, they are they're actually 3-2. and Um this could no, set they're up. four and one because oh. Roseville. Oh, they did get the win against. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So they're now four and one after the forfeit win over uh, Roseville. Northern wins. It sets up a crosstown showdown. Dennis, what do you think about this game? Uh, I like the Huskies on the road again. They're undefeated, so until somebody beats them. I'm sticking with uh, Northern. Love that uh, defense. I don't think Lance Cruz will be able to to score enough even at home to to beat the Huskies uh, this week. Uh, and so I'm picking Northern. Paul Costanzo. You always have to worry about the look ahead, obviously with Port Huron High coming up next week. Uh, but there's two things that defense does. It, it thwarts that because if your defense is playing hard, then your offense can catch mm -hmm. up while they might be looking ahead. And defense travels. And so you can take that on the road, and I think that it's going to work out. This Huskies defense is incredible, and I think that they do enough to get the win. God, part of me wants to take Lance Cruz just so we don't have a clean sweep the entire way through. But you're right. How do you pick against that Northern defense? And I really want to have this undefeated crosstown showdown. Northern, give me what you what I want. Win. Let's get a Mac Blue Championship game next week. It was kind of an uneventful week of the picks. Well, everybody picks the same, so nothing will change in the standings, and everybody will have the same record this week. And I think uh, there's a real good chance for the first time ever uh, on this uh, podcast we could have three 10-0 pickers. There, yeah, there are definitely some That's games. why you bring me on. Yeah, that's why we <laughs> brought on Paul. Yeah, exactly. 
We just copied him, right, Dennis? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, tell him where you're going to be, too, by the way. Uh, where am I going to be, you're by the Mary's. way? I am at Marysville. I've got Marysville uh, Clintondale. Uh, that one's on uh, Friday night on Stream 1. Get it going at around uh, 6.40. Uh, Haven't seen the Vikings since week one, and I really want to see them again because week one left a bad taste in my mouth, and I know that Marysville's better than what I saw that week. Yeah, and then Saturday... Saturday, I've got. Oh no, uh, not so, nothing this Saturday. I've got right? nothing this it's Saturday. Next Saturday, next we Saturday. have Mooney. But what are uh, your plans? Shame on me. Yeah, what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going. I'm going. My plan is to wake up and eat breakfast, and then from there, I'm wide open. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a great Saturday. <laughs> All right. Again, you can listen to Paul Friday at Memorial Stadium on Stream Two. He'll be filling in for me. Let's see. Who do you think will end up doing better, him or his former colleague Matt Shook? Well, Shook had a 7 nothing game. I know. How can you do better than 7 nothing? I mean, I feel like you, <laughs> it's easy, right? <laughs> you think it would be. You get to save your voice so you don't end up like me, just hacking everywhere. Jeez. Anyway, Dennis, you have anything to uh, end us with, Paul? Anything? All right, sounds good. <laughs> no, I was going to let Paul say if he oh. had anything else to, to say. Well, I'm excited. I'm always happy to be with you fine folks. Um, and I'm excited to watch Amari Holler play quarterback. Unreal. He's a cheat code. He's Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. You'll enjoy uh, that. I'm looking forward to seeing the Sakuchis bust loose, mm. see Tyler McKinney have another big game, and to see uh, Marysville get uh, a fourth win on the uh, the season. And, uh, well, Brady uh, – you won't see anything, so. No, I'll be up in Marquette. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll then end it on uh, that uh, note. Look at that. And the music timed out and everything was perfect. Because you're a pro. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.